Well, uh, it was a bit of a moving feast today. Uh, I think in the morning uh, we gathered for breakfast at about 7 a.m. to uh, get a briefing from Kate Kelly. And um, I don't know how many people were there, probably close to 100 um, at the Wetland Center. And uh, then we heard word that the contractors were just going to be pegging. They're just going to be um, surveying where the fence would go. Uh, and then um, it turned out later in the probably around noon they started actually laying down the fence, and um, that's when you know there was a bit of decision to um, not confront because the police presence was so <laughs> out of proportion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think in the end, the people that actually confronted the fence posters, I don't know how many people were actually there. Yeah. So, um, but it was basically, yes, you're right. The, um, uh, the final environmental management plans were signed off on Friday and uploaded to the website. Uh, we've been meticulously going through those plans to see how, how well they've, um, written them and of course it was quite obvious that they made one major mistake in not even acknowledging that the rainbow bee eaters nest needed to be um, you know protected and managed Um, obviously that is one of the migratory birds that is on site at the moment and will be nesting until February so um, information is sort of coming out very gradually as we're um, leafing through these hundreds and hundreds of pages of um, environmental management plans. And we've discovered, of course, that um, they have erred in their plans. Uh, and we believe that's just, you know, it's really this, the tale of the entire uh, process to date is that um, we have very little faith that they are uh, proceeding with due caution and with the environment at foremost. So um, it was just another piece of evidence that um, we have to be very, very diligent to protect our environment because the government is failing to do it. Yeah, because, I mean, I'd, I'd heard about the bee eaters and uh, the fact that this was um, omitted or, you know, it, it seems as though the whole process um, has been really rushed. Um, but even in terms of the decision itself on Friday um, to allow the work to go ahead, I mean, what do you think this is actually saying? I mean, what do you think is motivating, um, like, Colin Barnett, for example, to press ahead with this? Because, I mean, it, it was something that I think a lot of people presumed was going to go to the high court. That was, you know, expected. And that, I guess most people would think, well, that's the right way of things anyway. And what do you think is going on here with that? Well, I think that uh, it will go to the high court, regardless of what is done up till that point. And that hearing date is on the 16th of December. For the Premier to approve works, even if they're preliminary, up to the stages before we've actually had our day in court, is quite disrespectful of the process. And it does kind of indicate a kind of... um, I have to use the word arrogance because a lot of people have used that word in relation to the style of the Barnett government. And and you have to agree in this case, it is just unbridled arrogance to start the process of um, building that um, road through the wetlands before we have concluded the last appeal at the highest court. 
and it's only what is it it's it's less it's 11 days away you know it is 11 days they had to wait a week and a bit they would have to wait uh to have that case finally heard at the highest court in the land and then we would have some certainty about whether the environmental approvals can hold up um uh, but no instead of doing that uh they have pushed forward relentlessly and he's been in the media time and time again saying you know um, you know, we won the appeal and, you know, that's, you know, we, we consider that you know, we've cleared all hurdles. But it is um, disrespectful to the court process to just go ahead and build that before uh, we've had our day in court. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm even thinking that considering we've got an election coming up, I mean, it seems quite um, almost a dramatic um, action to take or even a reckless action to take um, in, in terms of the fact that, you know, it may actually get quite a lot of backlash and criticism because this is quite a strong movement that's actually against um, the building works. So, I mean, what do you think is going on there? You know, in some ways, I think it's the zeitgeist. I think it's the, the mood of the day. I think we saw this in the, in the Brexit um, events of of Britain. We saw it in the um, election of Donald Trump, uh, this kind of brazen kind of uh, chip on your shoulder approach to uh, process, to do process. And I think that um, the government is, is capitalizing on that on that trend now. It's a, an extreme conservative uh, swing. And um, he's basically saying, you know, we can do what we what we, you know, like. And you can insert an expletive before that. You know, and and I think that's a shame because it's um, it's contrary to civil society. It's contrary to participatory democracy. It's contrary to all the systems in common law that we've established over the years, where we move forward as a society that you know has a bit of bumps along the way, and sometimes there's differences. But at the end of the day, you know, we all move forward together. But what he's illustrating in this is that he's um, prepared to sort of take it on the chin and to go forward in his um, goal of building this senseless road, senseless piece of road, as kind of a, you know, well, you know, we know best. We're we're going to keep doing it, and, you know, you'll be right in the end. So I I, I don't know. What do you think? What do, you, what do your listeners think? I can only, you know, surmise what's in his mind of pushing forward in this way. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, um, I mean, looking forward in terms of um, the uh, the protest itself, I mean, what indications have there been today about how long-term this is going to be? Is there a sort of a permanent camp being set up or um, what will be happening looking ahead? Because I know there's another protest that's actually happening in the city, I think, tomorrow as well. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to go quietly into the good night. We are definitely going to resist. Uh, this is something that um, is is a watershed moment in West Australian history and in environmental politics because this issue has now blown up out of in, into a, a major, you know, statewide issue. Not only for the environmental values, but also for the uh, respect for process. You know. Don't forget that the whole court case originally was won because the EPA failed to follow their policies. And the only way that appeal was won is because they argued that they were just guidelines, they weren't policies. So this is like fundamental to how we respect the process. So so we are going to uh, 
um, as a community, because our values are that we we value those wetlands now. It might be that the city planners from 1955 did not accurately assess the values of this area. And certainly over time, our city has changed. So the values of this area are are incredibly precious to us. And this government and successive governments, you know, from here on out have got to hear this message that that we will not allow our environment to be degraded and to be um, senselessly um, sacrificed for things like, you know, roads, when we know there are better ways to reduce congestion. We know there are more efficient ways to reduce congestion. We know there are less expensive ways to reduce congestion. And that's what the community is saying. We know better. And we will protest. We will stop those bulldozers if they do try and clear. What they've done now is they've put a fence up so that they can um, contain the wildlife in that area and conduct a translocation. Now, um, <clears throat> we know from uh, many, many studies in the past that these translocations are not very effective, uh, that, you know, oftentimes um, animals die or plants uh, aren't able to thrive, um, we're not able to transplant. So these translocations are just, you know, like an attempt to, to you know, lip service towards protecting these environmental values. That's what this fence is for today. Uh, and so in, in some ways, you know, they've, they've won a little bit today. They've got that fence up. They used enormous political, uh, enormous police force to do it. Uh, but they've got a temporary fence set up to do that. Um, so far, they haven't uh, damaged the environment. So far, we hope they haven't damaged any rainbow bee eaters' um, nests on the ground. Uh, but... You know, we are diligent in our surveillance of that area, and we will respond and defend that environment.